Field of Faith Radio is made possible by the generous donation of ABC Electric. ABC stands for Abiding and Believing in Christ Jesus. And for all your electrical needs, it's ABC Electric. Welcome to Field of Faith Radio, sharing the testimony and stories of faith from around the world of sports. Now, here's your host, Tom Abraham. And welcome to this week's episode of Field of Faith Radio. I am your host, Tom Abraham. What is Field of Faith Radio? Well, it is our mission to bring you tremendous stories and testimonies from some of the great sportsmen of our time who played a game for a higher calling, that of serving the Lord. You know, we're flooded in the sports world with stories of bad characters and bad deeds, a me-first attitude amongst many who have one of the greatest of God's gifts, the ability to perform on the field, the court, the ice, or in this case, the track for the enjoyment of many. The Bible clearly says to run, to win the race well what is that race ultimately it's to please god and bring others to him and lost in the headlines are the stories of great athletes men and women who are running the race for god and it's my pleasure over the next 30 minutes or so to bring you one of those stories now today's guest goes fast you want to talk about running a race he goes real fast he's a two-time nhra funny car world champ uh, his name is Matt Hagen. How does 338 miles an hour sound like uh, in a car or 185 miles an hour on the water? And Matt also has his eye on the cross, though, and uh, his faith is as much a part of who he is as his need for speed, and he joins us now. Matt, welcome in. How are you? Good morning, guys. How, how are you guys? I'm, I'm doing great. You know, I'm about ready to get started racing out here in Pomona, California, and, uh, you know, I uh, was just out in Phoenix testing and making some runs, and and, uh, you know, anytime we get to shake the car down and get ready for, for race season, uh, it's hard not to be good, you know? Yeah. Well, you know, it's interesting, too, because of that Bible verse I like to quote, to, to run to win the race. Does that ever cross your mind when you're thinking about, I'm out here trying to beat these other guys? You're, you've won 29 times on the circuit, uh, but you're also running that race, uh, you know, to, that race for God. Yeah, you know, I mean, that, that's a that's a great verse, you know, and it's one of those things where, um, you know, you get in a car that goes 330 miles an hour and, um, you know, uh, under, and, and it's happening, everything's happening under four seconds, you know, and uh, so we, we have a, um, uh, so, some, I guess some folks out here that, that you know, they come by and, and basically, you know, uh, races for Christ and I'm, not, I'm yeah. a big supporter of them and, and they, they, you know, make sure that you have a prayer and that your, your mind's right and, and that your soul's right and that everything's right when you get in that car because, uh, you know, um, you respect that, 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 I guess, um, machine for what it is because you know that, that anything can happen and um but you you know you don't i mean everybody has that mentality like oh you guys are you know you're, you're not scared of anything but honestly i'm scared of a lot of stuff man you know and it's one of those things where uh you know you need to make sure that that you know your life's right and, and everything else is right and, and there's uh, when you crawl in that but you know for me i was saved when i was 13 years old in a deer camp and uh you know it was just something that changed my life uh and, and for the for the good and it's something that i was just like uh could see happen in, in front of me, you know, and um, it wasn't anything that, that, you know, someone pushed on me or anything else. It was just something that I, I really wanted to do. I didn't really kind of grow up in church, so to speak, or my mom or dad taking me to church every day, or, uh, you know, on Wednesdays and Sundays and stuff like that. It was just something that I, that hit me and that I felt like I needed to do. And, and uh, you know, I guess the, the power of the Lord kept over me and, um, and it, it really did change my life. I mean, just knowing that, that I can do anything and, and be, you know, fully devoted 
devoted to it and not worry about anything that's going to happen no matter what. So, yeah, I guess sometimes it does give you that, that um, you know, uh, invincible feeling because, you know, you know that no matter what you're going to be taken care of. But also I have a, a family at home, you know, with four kids and a wife and, um, you know, a farm and, and an outdoor store and some other stuff that we do. And, you know, so there's things that I, I make sure that I don't I don't do stupid stuff either, you know, what I mean? because <laughs> I do have people that depend on me, you know. Uh, yeah, for sure. Funny car champ Matt Hagan, our guest. Uh, he he drives the Mopar Express Lane, Pennzoil, Sandvik, uh, Comorant, Comer- uh, Dodge Charger, SRT, Hellcat. That's a lot of words there, too, and a lot of sponsors there. Uh, for yeah, you can't say it under four seconds. Hardly, no, you, you know? can't even say, yeah, you've already run your, your, your race as fast as that. Of course, running for uh, uh, Dan Schumacher and uh, uh, out of Salem, Virginia. Let's go back to that time when you're 13 years old, because that's fascinating. I always find that you know a young man who's, who's just at that age where you can kind of start sorting some stuff out and like you say you did not necessarily grow up in a in a christian household tell us a little bit more about how how that hit you was it somebody in school was it somebody invited you to church was it a girl sometimes it's a girl that you know what was it that brought you to the cross Yeah, so for me, it was really the guys that were out taking me hunting. You know, my dad worked, uh, he's a very successful businessman. He owns 37 companies and 900 employees. And my mom, you know, she's a stay-at-home mom and stuff like that. But, um, you know, so nobody was ever there to really take me out in the woods and outdoors and fish and different things like that. But um, my dad made time when he could. But really, it was the guys that were, were, you know, I was kind of begging them, hey, let's go hunting, let's go fishing, let's do this and that kind of stuff. And, um, you know, when you're out outdoors, you have a lot of time to spend with yourself and to think about a lot of things, you know. And for me, it was just, you know, as, as a young man like that, you're going through hormones and emotions and everything else as well. And, uh, you know, it just was one of those things where um, being around some people that were that were like-minded like that and, and believed in, in Christ and, and you know, uh, kind of pushed me in the direction, not really pushed me in the direction, but just put it in front of me and just opened my eyes to it. And um, I was like, man, that's something I really want to do, you know. And, and when, when I did it, it was something that was like a feeling that came over me. Like, I can't even explain it on the phone. Like just, yeah. just, just overwhelming well-being, you know, and just, just felt good about everything, and and I was like, oh my goodness, you know, like this is this is what this is about, you know, and and then you know just diving more into it and and being more involved in it, you know, and um, you know, it's just something that's changed my life, you know, and and I lost my brother at 33, you know, a year ago now, and uh, yeah. you know, it's one of those things where to, to opioids, and um, you know, it's just something that that you know I struggle with right now still, but like I know in 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 direct and things that, you know, the things that he went through and struggled with in his life and, and different things like that, um, you know, I know other people do struggle with that kind of stuff. And I'm really looking forward to setting up a, a platform where I can talk to young kids now about opioid addictions and, and doing different things and, and, you know, steering them away from some of that kind of stuff in their life because I know it affects a lot of people. And um, it's weird to see how things come up in your life and you have a platform to to really kind of like, you know, um, I guess guide people in different directions and you know i go in and speak to a lot of kids already about like commitment to graduate and staying in school and different things like that but like this is something that has affected my life and i've gotten to see firsthand from an early age you know me and my brother you know that's something he struggled with from you know 13 15 16 18 all the way up until it it, it killed him and uh you know it's just one of those things where now you know going through that kind of stuff and, and doing what i do um really gives me a platform to kind of talk to some of these young kids and different things about you know moving their life in a different direction and, and more towards Christ and different things like that. 
Yeah, it's interesting that you say that. Uh, funny car champ Matt Hagen, our guest. Luke twelve forty eight. My favorite verse says, uh, "For unto whomever, whom, uh, whomsoever much is given of him shall be much required." In other words, to, to whom much is given, much is required. And um, and it seems like that's the way you're living your life. You've had these opportunities, like you say, your dad, you know, was in the racing business and in the car dealership business. You've had a lot uh, of opportunities given to you, but it seems like you're really got a heart to to use your platform to give back to others. Yeah, you know, I think you have to. You know, like you said, that's uh, which much is given, much is expected, and it's one of those things where I, uh, you know, I'm like anybody else, man. I'm still trying to figure it out. I'm not flying in on helicopters, and I'm not making millions and millions of dollars like everybody was thinking a race car would, uh, driver would. But like, I beat out a really good living. I'm very, very blessed, and you know, I have some opportunities in my life to to really touch other people's lives. You know, we, you know, through our 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 every weekend that we come out and race, every ticket is a pit pass, so we get to see over thirty thousand people in one weekend and, and you they, they're up in your face they're, they're shaking your hand they're looking at your cars they're talking to you they're asking you questions so you know every weekend that we're out here on top of all the other stuff that we do we really have an opportunity to you know to, to talk to people, to change their lives, to influence people. So, um, absolutely. I mean, I have a great platform to, uh, you know, to talk more about Christ and about, you know, being saved and about just, just, just about just being good people. You know I mean? I think a lot of that comes down to, you know, just trying to live a good life and be, be wholesome and, and be kind to each other. That's the biggest thing. There's so many folks out here in the racing world, especially in our fans and different things that, that are just, just not kind to each other. You know, I think that goes right. a long ways, you know, nowadays, you know, everybody wants to get on the internet and they want to you know talk big and say nasty things to each other and and you know and bring people down and and honestly i really try hard to, to surround myself with people that are positive that, that bring value to my life that i can bring value to their life and, and it's an energy that you feed off of and you grow from it and when you get around that you don't want to let that go you want to be around people that make you grow every day and push you to a to another level every day and if you're not growing then then you're not doing your job as as a person that to, to really you know the, the gift that you're given of life you know I mean, like every day is a blessing to get up and be able to change your life and change somebody else's life. And, and that's huge to me, you know. So I want to surround my people, myself, by people like that, that, that are like-minded and driven and, and care about Christ. And, and honestly, just, just want to just be a better person every day. Yeah, it's one of those Twitter muscles are one of the things that has uh, really affected our country negatively, uh, the debasing, if you will, of our society, where, whether it's politics or anything else, where people can just, they just say whatever, uh, it, it comes across uh, a very negative fashion, and it really is something that has uh, not been good for our society, that's for sure. Matt Hagen is our guest. He's a funny car champ. He is the first funny car driver to hit oh, 335 miles an hour. He did that in Topeka, Kansas back in uh, 2016. We're going to take a short break. We'll come back because there's more to Matt Hagen than just driving fast. We'll talk about the dichotomy of that and more on his faith right after this. You're listening to Field of Faith Radio on Field of Faith Radio Network. ABC Electric Service has been serving the residents and builders of Southwest Florida for over 40 years. ABC Electric Service has been part of some of the largest projects in the area, banks, schools, plazas, and restaurants. But ABC's trademark is the residential and commercial service work they do throughout the community. ABC means abiding and believing in Christ, and ABC Electric is a supporter of Kingdom FM. Their number is 936-3355, 936-3355. ABC Electric Service is online at abcelectricservice.com. 
Fort Myers Christian School is a supporter of Field of Faith Radio. For 38 years, Fort Myers Christian has been a ministry of First Assembly of God Church on Colonial Boulevard and is a faith-based preschool through 8th grade school. Fort Myers Christian works with the home and church to academically train and spiritually nurture students to become productive citizens in society and impact others for Jesus Christ. Fort Myers Christian School is fully accredited by the Florida Council of Independent Schools and is a member of the Association of Christian Schools International. Great opportunities for your student will be available in music, band, art, technology, missions, outreach, sports, and more. How important is it for your child to attend a school where faith integrates with excellent academics? Proverbs 22, 6 states, train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. Now is the time to allow Fort Myers Christian School to partner with you during these foundational years. Registration is now open online at fmc-fl.com. Call us for a tour at 939-4642. Now, back to Field of Faith Radio with your host, Tom Abraham. And welcome back to Field of Faith Radio. I am Tom Abraham, and uh, our guest today is Matt Pagan. Fascinating guy, 37 years old, or will be 37 years old this uh, this year. I don't want to age him too fast. I don't think he's quite there yet, but uh, he is a funny car driver driving at Mopar Express Lane. Dodge Charger and uh, and he's getting ready to start another season of that. This guy has gone 338 miles an hour in his car. He's also gone about 180 miles an hour or so uh, on the water. And uh, Matt, let's talk about that moment. You know that you strap in because you're 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 getting ready to go under four seconds. Um, you're going to go over well over 300 miles an hour. You know that these cars have a tendency sometimes to blow a motor. We've seen some of these wrecks and so on. Uh, you do have four kids at home and a wife. What are the last thoughts that go through your mind? And, and, and you say that there are things that you fear, but, you know, not that you fear a lot less than, than most folks. Just talk about that relationship to your faith and the last thought that goes through your mind before you put the hammer down. Yeah, you know, I mean, these cars are, are so intense. They're, um, you know, 330 miles an hour in under four seconds. They're 11,000 horsepower. Each cylinder has over 1,000 horsepower on it. So, uh, you know, anything can happen. And I think that if you crawl in that car and you don't think that anything can happen, then you're, you're foolish to be in it, you know. So um, it's not that you, you know, you're you're not scared of anything. It's just that you respect that, that machine and you understand how fast it can change your life, you know. And, um, you know, I think obviously you drive, you know, with the, with the respect of that that you know i guess beast that you're crawling into you know and, and and the pedal works two ways it works on and off and there's so many guys out here that that really you know drive a lot of times with the the mentality of the pedal works one way and that's all the way down you know and and um you know, over the years, I've been able to learn that, uh, you know, when you start losing respect for something, that's when you get hurt, you know, no different than football, baseball, basketball, whatever, you know, stick or ball sport or, or motor sport that you that you're involved in. Um, you know, it's all about respect. And when you start losing some of that, that's when you get cocky, you get overconfident and, and then you end up getting hurt. And, and for me, you know, strapping into that car um, every time, you know, it's a new ride. It's like getting on a bull. That's like, I've, I've, you know, you don't know what you're going to get. You ever, never I've never had a ride that's the same back to back and um you know so you have to be i guess prepared for anything and and and, you know when the racer for christ chaplains come by and they give you a prayer and and you know it's like i always take that prayer you know and you always you know are are asking for forgiveness for your sins and 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 and, you know you're just getting your mind right when you get in there because when you strap in that car there you have to focus on that car and nothing else can be in your mind it can't be what is going to happen tomorrow or you know what the stock market is going to be or or what the trade what are they trading cattle futures for today? Uh, you just you when you strap in, you have to be 
you know, totally focused on the job at hand right now. And it's four seconds. And I guess because I'm ADD, I don't know. I think do well with it because I can focus for four seconds at a time, and then I'm like <laughs> old squirrel over here. You know what I mean? Like it just it just works for me. But I think that you know, knowing that you know that you're no matter what is going to happen, that you're taken care of, and that that you're um you you know your family is in the right place, and and your mind is in the right place. It allows you to focus to be to take things to a negative level. You know what I mean? Like it's it's one of those things where guys get in there and they drive. But when you're in the zone and the car slows down, the, your mind slows it down for you. Where you, you know, you can hear each cylinder fire, you can hear a clutch come to it, you can hear, you feel what the car is doing, and you're making these decisions off the seat of your pants, and and it's all happening in under four seconds. Um, that's a that's a different level to me, you know, versus when I first started driving and and not really knowing where I'm at on the racetrack and just trying to get it to the end and, and hoping that this thing doesn't do something crazy to me. You know, I mean, it's uh, you know being able to totally focus and totally you know break to run down in your mind and you know I, I'm a real believer in positive reinforcement and talking to myself and telling myself how I want things to happen no different than like you know when you shoot a basketball you see the ball going in you know what I mean just seeing the, the run on the racetrack in my mind and, and doing those types of things are are really important to be successful it's no different in life and business you you need to get up and there's plenty of people that, that you know if you don't think that you people get up and flex in the mirror every day and, and they say it's going to be a great day I'm going to go out here and I'm going to you know I'm going to kill today and I, you know, I got the Lord behind me, and everything else is, you know, and I'm pushing forward, and it's going to be a, a positive day. You are, you are foolish, and if you're not doing that, you should be doing some of that stuff because you see it, you hear it, you think it, you feel it, and it happens for you in life, you know. And and that's what people don't realize is that they have the tools in front of them to to make anything that they want happen, but they surround themselves with negativity, and that feeds negativity, and then you're in a negative environment for the most part of your your day or your life, and you should be getting up in a positive environment and a positive mind and make a positive things happen for you every day. Matt Hagan, our guest, Funny Car Champ, Matt Hagan. And there's a lot more to Matt Hagan than, than just riding that, uh, driving that car at 338 miles an hour. Matt owns and operates a 2,000-acre cattle farm in rural Virginia. I mean, this is like a man after my own heart. I always wanted to have a cattle farm, you know, I'd get out there and ride the range. I grew up on a little horse farm in upstate New York, so I know a little bit about the livestock. But 2,000 acres, that's incredible. And uh, just talk about that a little bit and, and, and just getting away from racing and getting out there on the range and, and, and running your farm, it seems like a totally different thing. And then you've got the outdoors. You're a lover of, of, of hunting and fishing where it's very slow. you got to be patient. you got a lot of time in your own mind and so on. It's just a totally different thing than what you do in that funny car. Yeah, it's actually my release, man. Like, it's how I turn the world off, so to speak. You know, with that cattle farm and, and my outdoor store and being able to hunt and fish and do different things like that as well. Um, you know, everything that I do is adrenaline-driven, and, and it's, you know, fan-related and TV and media, and, and you have just, you know, the race car and sponsors and multimillion-dollar companies that you're dealing with. And, you know, to be able to be out there on the, the farm and sometimes just throw your, your phone in a truck and get on a tractor and go plow a field or, or you know, plant a crop or go check some cattle on a horse or even on a four-wheeler or whatever it may be um that's just my time to just turn the world off and just like decompress so to speak because you know we're on a plane and living out of a bag and you know just you know go 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 a lot of times when race season kicks off and we have three months of downtime so those moments that you're at home and and you're around your family and you're around your kids and you know you're watching them 
it's like just being able to turn the world off, so to speak, and, and allowing everything that's just like happening so fast and, and so, you know, like the sponsors and taking care of them and making sure everybody's happy. You get to just turn it off, man, and just, just be one with the world, so to speak, and then just kind of um, decompress all that pressure. And, you know, everything that we do, we're only as good as our last run. So, you know, everything is looked at like, you know, um, you, you your head is basically on the chopping block every every run. You know, if you don't do well, there's a guy back here beating on my boss's door to fill my seat, you know. Yeah. And, um, so it's, it's very pressure-filled, so to speak. So for me, that allows me to just kind of like let all that go and, and just really enjoy myself and, and then get back to that environment, you know, because if you're on all the time, you get burned out really fast, you know. So it allows me to kind of keep this going. This is my 11th year with Schumacher and probably 17th or 18th year out here racing, you know. Yeah, and, and, and I wanted to go there, too, because, uh, as we said, you got the four children, four young children and a wife. You got all that. Obviously, you love to spend time with them outdoors as well. And and I know there are guys that do this racing for years and years. I mean, like John Force ran until he was like 100 years old. But um, <laughs> when, do you think about, okay, it's getting closer. As the kids get older, are they a little bit more, you know, Daddy, can you stay home? Can you be here? Can you go to church with us? Um, do, do you see, Can you see the end of the line, or is this something that you feel has to be a part of what you are and who you are brother there's nothing that breaks your heart more when like my little four-year-old she she grabbed my my uh, like leg as i was leaving the door and she's like daddy please don't go you know mm-hmm. she's like you want to break down in tears man like you know it's just one of those things where you know there's sacrifices in everything in life right and and that is just the sacrifice that i have to make as far as to provide for my family to so that my wife she's a it's a, a big you know catholic christian woman and she has so many values because you know it's, it's one of those things where she's a stay-at-home mom and she's able to put those values in our kids you know and that's that's why i married her because i knew she had a pile of values and she was very devoted to her faith and, and our kids need that you know i mean being on the road and and being out here and racing i mean honestly i you know i, I run into a lot of situations where i probably make some decisions i uh, shouldn't you know as we all do every now and then and, and you know it's just one of those things where um you know knowing that my kids are growing up in an environment where I, you know, I provide for them to, to be able to, to, to go to be there to, you know, my wife take them to church on Wednesdays and, and on, on Sundays and, you know, different than Saturday nights even, you know, stuff yeah. like that. It's just, it's one of those things where, you know, going and leaving, I know making those sacrifices allows them to, to have, you know, a good base instilled in them to, to be molded. Like, you know, me and my wife were talking about it. It's kind of crazy. You know, you hope to live to be 80 years old. And, um, you know, if you're, if you're lucky, 80, 90 years old, you know, if, you, if everything goes right. But, you know, in your kid's life, you have a short window. You have 20, 18 to 20 years that are, that are like really your opportunity to mold that person into who you want them to be. And then it's over. You know, like, didn't they their own person? They have their own ideas. They have their own families. They have. So, you know, for me, it's really, really important that, you know, as much as I'm gone and much as I'm away and much as I'm able to provide for our, our family, that, that we, we really focus on that, that, that small time that we have with them because, you know, if you don't have a relationship with your kids, then do they bring their grandkids back around or do they, you know what I mean, do they move right. far away, like yeah, that kind of stuff. So, you know, I used to be so caught up in making a name for myself and my career and being gone and all that kind of stuff. But now, you know, the last, you know, five, ten years, it's it's been – you know, really, you know, put in perspective of how important it is for you to be in your kids' lives. And, you know, it is important to make a great living, and, and I'm blessed to do that. But, like, for me, uh, you have such a small window to, uh, you know, in your life uh, to have them in your life, you know. So it's important to uh, to focus on that as well, you know. Matt, I got news for you. Uh, I have five children. My wife and I have five children that are in their 30s. 
still molding and shaping. I, I got to be honest. My oldest daughter's 38 years old and still molding and shaping. At least we are. You know, they may not take it that way anymore, but as, as parents, they, you look at them and there's still that four-year-old tugging on your leg saying, Daddy, please yeah. don't go. And, uh, you know, one of the best things, too, with, with your kids, and this is the time you have that chance to to instill in them what it means to have a relationship with the Lord. And, um, and that's one of the most satisfying things. I've had, you know, my wife and I are blessed with nine children and ten grandkids, and the nine kids, you know, every once in a while you get one that's, uh, you know, that might stray a little bit, and then when they turn around and they come back to the cross and you see them and it, that light in them, it is uh, it is one of the most satisfying things ever to see your child being raised and know that they are also protected by the Lord. Yeah, that's 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 one thing. Like, you know, I thought I knew what love was, man, until, until you, like, you have a kid, and then you're like, wow, okay, that's what it feels like to, that you would die for someone, you know? And, uh, right. you know, that's that's really kind of put it in perspective for me, you know? It's like I grew up, you know, like, oh, I love you and this and that and that kind of stuff. But when you have a kid, it changes your entire outlook on life, you know, and what you would do for them. Can can you just do something sometime this year? Is there any way you can roll out that chrome car again? Because that was the most beautiful, funny car I ever saw in my life. I mean, that chromed out Pennzoil Hellcat, the car was really something. You know, we got a lot of positive feedback, and I, I do think they were going to come back out with that Pennzoil was just uh, – they, they were blown away and, and blown away by just the, the response that they got for it. So, yeah, I, I do think that we're going to see that chrome car out there, hopefully going 300 miles an hour and, uh, you know, turning on wind lights. Well, uh, I'll tell you what, we're, we wish you the best. Uh, you can follow Matt uh, on Twitter at uh, Matt Hagen underscore FC as well. Uh, Facebook, find him there. Instagram uh, as well at Matt Hagen underscore FC. And, and Matt, I, I know before I let you go, I gotta you, you got to tell us about your day out with Jimmy Houston because, you know, Deacon Jimmy's been on the show a couple of times. Very strong Christian, great faithful man. And, uh, well, what a thrill it must have been for a kid who grew up in Virginia as an outdoorsman to share, share a boat with Jimmy Houston. Houston. Well, it was a thrill and an honor, you know, I mean, to break bread for him to bring us into his house and feed us and, and you know, say grace over a meal with him and, and just, you know, just to be around the guy, man. I mean, I grew up, like you said, every, you know, in the morning turning on his show going like, how big is the fish are you going to catch today? You know, and, and uh, you know, to be out there um, through some, uh, you know, our, our sponsorship, uh, you know, it, it's just, it's un- unbelievable how, you know, things come, sometimes come full circle and, and, and you know, now you, you see the guy and we're texting and he's back and forth and like how the fishing going and stuff and it's just it's unbelievable to uh to know that you you know a guy like that that you grew up idolizing and, and watching and then you're out on his boat cutting up telling stories and catching fish i mean uh the guy's just an amazing guy he's uh he's he's just one of those guys you would definitely you know after meeting him as well you know everybody thinks oh well tv it's you know got to be a certain way or do this but he is truly the way, you know, the way that you want to grow up and be, you know. So um, these kids that are growing up watching him and seeing him on TV, uh, he is truly what you would call a role model and, and someone to model yourself after. So I'm blessed to know him. I'm blessed to have been able to catch some fish with him. I'm glad he put me on some fish, you know. But uh, he did catch bigger fish than I did, so I was a little disappointed about that. But, did, you know, did, he let you drive, <laughs> did he let you drive the boat? I mean, I know 70 miles an hour is nothing to a guy like you, but did you get a chance to at least, you know, say, hey, let me run that boat and see what I can do with it? Yeah, I tell you, man, we had some some good stories, and uh, you know, one of those things where he's uh, he's done a little bit of everything, you know. And uh, so I thought, man, I'd just be sitting here, you know, uh, you know, just talking and listening and stuff. But the guy has uh, he's just an amazing individual, and uh, like you said, he he definitely does have Christ in his life, and uh, you know, to to be able to come into his home and and you know, his his wife feed us, and we out there catching fish and stuff. It's something I'll remember till the day I'm I'm gone. So uh, just blessed to be around him, blessed to know him now, and uh, you know, hopefully. 
we we have some more time in the future to do some more things. Well, I hope to see you out there somewhere as well, and uh, we wish you the best of luck. Be safe uh, and and have a great season this upcoming year. Hey, thank you guys. I appreciate being on the show, and like I said, uh, hopefully we'll uh, you know we'll be able to put some stuff out here, some different platforms, and be able to talk to some young kids, and uh, you know hopefully change some lives. You know. All right. Thank you, Matt. Thank you. Matt Hagan, uh, our guest there, funny car driver, a two-time NHRA funny car world champ in 2011 and 2014. We'll see what this year brings as well, and he's fighting the good fight. That's going to do it for today's episode. Until next time, I'm Tom Abraham. This is Field of Faith Radio on the Field of Faith Keep Radio Network. The- Keep